0: everyone, welcome back to another How To with Mia and Ziad. If you're liking the content that we've been putting out, make sure that you're hitting that subscribe button on YouTube and that you're also checking out our other social media channels. We have TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything. Um, So make sure that you're checking out that content and staying up to date on everything finance.
1: Yeah, I feel like I say this every week, but we are pumping out content, and we are on all different kinds of social media platforms, and all of this is for you guys, right? We want to make sure that you're properly educated and doing whatever you need to do to accomplish your goals financially. So so if you haven't already, subscribe, like, comment, uh, and stay engaged with us.
0: Yes, definitely. Send us any questions that you have, or also, you know, if you have topic ideas that you want us to cover, we're always open to hearing more suggestions. We're always trying to think of videos that will be relevant to you. And we want to put out content that's relevant to you. So make sure you stay in contact. And with that being said, this how-to is going to be about 401ks. I think that if there's one term that people know in finance or to do with investing, I'd say it's 401ks there. which mm-hmm. And while you know, there's other investment vehicles to consider for retirement, 401ks are definitely a big one and very valuable.
1: Yeah, um, they're one of the most common retirement accounts out there. It feels like everyone, no matter what they're doing financially, contributes into a 401k because companies most often offer 401ks. And so we really wanted to just take today um, to dive really deep into the 401k account specifically all the different um stipulations that come with it, all the different details when, when it comes to contributions, withdrawals, um, the investment options you have, all these kind of things um, to make sure that you know what's going on and, and how to best plan with your 401k accounts.
0: Definitely. And I guess with that, do you want to explain, you know, what really is a 401k?
1: yeah so like i said before uh 401k is a type of retirement account that's set up through work i know we had a separate episode where we covered a lot of different retirement accounts we mentioned 401ks this is the most common you know that you'll see because it's very easy to set up and it's and it's very easy to make it automatic and just forget about it um you know when you uh when you contribute into a 401k contributions are automatically made before you even receive your paychecks before your pay even hits the bank. You've already contributed into a 401k. Uh, they're a great tool for investment retirement because like I said, you, you set it and you forget it. And, and it just builds and builds and builds over time. And, and then once you come to retirement, As long as you kept those contributions up, you know, you're going to be having a large asset base that's going to allow you to continue to live through your retirement years. So why is it important to contribute into a 401k? You know, a lot of people, too many people, honestly, have relied on Social Security as their only form of retirement income. And just unfortunately, because of that, Social Security really isn't in a good place anymore. Uh, You know, a lot of people are estimating that Social Security might be gone within the next 20 to 30 years. And so especially for a lot of younger professionals, it's really tough to plan for Social Security being that only source of income. So you need to be contributing into these other retirement accounts like a 401k to make sure that you do have some money that's going to let you sustain and live the lifestyle that you want to live come retirement.
0: Yes, definitely. And there's some big benefits for 401ks too. I'd say one of the biggest ones is that employers can contribute a certain amount to your retirement savings plan, you know, based on the amount of your annual contribution. So most common ways that employers will do this is and determine their matching contributions is they match a percentage of the employee's contribution up to then a certain limit. And if your employer is offering matching then and you're not participating in your 401k you're basically living leaving money on the table mm-hmm. and for this year you can contribute up to nineteen thousand five hundred dollars um and if you're over the age of 50 the IRS will let you do what are called catch-up contributions and catch-up contributions are designed to encourage employees nearing retirement to really bulk up their savings and for 2020 that annual catch-up contribution is now up to 6,500. So in total, you would have 26,000 with the catch-up that you can now contribute to your 401k.
1: Yeah. And just remember that these contributions are getting invested and growing through you, for you throughout this time. And so you want to maximize contributions. Like Mia said, don't leave that free money on the table. Hitting Contributing up to your match is a no-brainer. And then on top of how much you contribute you also have to account for what kind of contributions you're making as well uh, i know we talked about this in a previous episode but wanted to give a bit of a refresher on pre-tax versus post-tax basically pre-tax what happens is is when you contribute you're not paying any taxes on the contributions or when you contribute right um, that money's going to grow without paying taxes and then those taxes come come due when you make those withdrawals from the 401k account um, and so you'll pay less taxes to contribute. You pay those, but those taxes come due at the end with post-tax. It's the opposite. You pay those taxes up front. And so you're going to pay more taxes the year you contribute. But as long as you keep that money in the account until you're 59 and a half years old, that's going to grow tax-free for the rest of your life. Um, so beforehand, 401ks didn't necessarily offer that post-tax option, but nowadays it's uh, you'll see it in almost every single four hundred and one k account that you have. So keep that in mind. The general thing you want to think about here is that if you are in a high tax bracket and then expect to be paying less taxes come retirement, contribute pre-tax. Otherwise, post-tax is the way to go. And beyond that, um, you also you have to account for what's called a vesting schedule. Vesting schedule is basically. Uh, You know, employer will apply this as an incentive to keep their, to have their employees stay at the company. You know, what happens is say an employer provides a match, Um, they will Contribute that match into your account, but you will not own that match or, or or be able to receive the full amount of that match until a certain amount of time that you've, you've that you've been employed with the company. So, a really common one is um, vesting over five years. So, basically, every year you get twenty percent of whatever's been matched. And so, if you leave after two years, right? You have, say, $10,000 matched, but you're only gonna come away with, say, 40% or 40% of that, which would be like $4,000 instead. Um, So keep that in mind as well when you make those contributions. Investing schedule is really key uh, when it comes to deciding whether you're gonna be leaving, moving around, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And you can't take the money out with these 401ks until you're 59 and a half. And that sounds like a long time for some people, but you know, it's a good thing. It's like a big, Birthday present once you hit your 60th birthday. <laughs> um, but depending on how you contribute to your 401k, you will get taxed once you take it. Alexia was mentioning before. Um, also, if you take money out before your 59 and a half, then you will receive a 10% penalty fee on your tax return, and unless this is for hardship withdrawal. And there's a lot of things that qualify for hardship withdrawal. You know, some examples could be disability or medical expenses, um, buying your home after the first ten thousand, death, uh, that's a little bit of a dark one, but college tuition would also work for a hardship withdrawal.
1: hmm Yeah. um, You know, there's a few of those stipulations. Keep those in mind. If you do need that money, it is there. Obviously with a 401k, you want to be focusing this towards retirement. So don't try and dip into this bucket unless you really need it. Um, In terms of how to apply for this withdrawal or how to get a withdrawal, you do have to apply for it. Usually you can do that on your online portal or just through your, you know, through 401k documents that you can find um, either by talking to HR, talking to your manager, or even your uh, 401k advisor who should be there to assist you as well. um, And then also with taxes, you will be having to report a 1099R tax form. It's an additional form. Usually 401k plans will provide that form to you ahead of time, but just keep that in mind when it comes tax season.
0: Yes. But you also, so 401ks do have loans as well. So you could take out money from your 401k by using a loan and they work different than typical loans because they don't involve an evaluation of your credit history. You know, you're borrowing from your future self and you can borrow up to 50% or 10,000, whichever is greater, as long as it is smaller than 50,000. That's a little bit confusing, but we can go through some examples, but I think running through numbers right now might Go over some people said. So if you have questions about it, we can talk about it again. But it's you can borrow up to 50% of what you're contributing, or what is in your 401k, or 10,000, whichever is greater, as long as it's smaller than 50,000. And with the CARES Act, you can now borrow up to. So that's a new thing that's happened because of the pandemic and because of COVID. Um, Automatic payments on your 401k loan will be deducted from your paycheck after taxes. And you can incur taxes and penalties for not paying your 401k loan in a timely manner. Then it gets a little complicated, you know, if you lose your job, and you have a loan out on your 401k, then you must pay it in full
1: yeah um you know loans is basically the way for you to access the cash in your 401k without having to incur that tax penalty on it um you know like mia said you're borrowing from your future self here and so um again you want to be thinking about this money for retirement you know the more that you take out of your 401k the less that's less money for you down the line when it comes retirement so um keep that in mind when you are making those withdrawals Um, but if you do need that money, this is the way that you're going to do it. Keep in mind with also these different, um, government regulation or laws that are, that are coming out. You know, we had the cares act, right. That allowed you to loan out hundred percent of your 401k, which is a great benefit, um, to help people who were, who have been struggling throughout this pandemic. Um, but, uh, say you leave a company, right. You switch jobs or you retire, you know, whatever it may be. Um, what happens to your 401k account? Uh, well, it doesn't actually go anywhere. Um, it stays at the 401 in the 401k plan that you were previously working at, and you have to take the initiative here and go through what's called a rollover process. So basically what this does is that you will contact your pr- provider for your old 401k and roll over that 401k account either into your current 401k plan or new 401k plan with your with your current work. Or you can also take it and, and distribute it into an IRA, which stands for an individual retirement account. It's one of the other accounts that we mentioned in one of our previous episodes. Um, generally, we recommend, you know, like if you want to keep things consolidated, then yes, you can put it in a 401k or in your new 401k. But also if you put that in an IRA, you get a lot more flexibility on the kind of investments that you have in there. Um, and Mia, I think is going to talk a little bit more on role. What can you invest in, in that 401k?
0: Yes. So we talked about this a little bit in actually our episode on mutual funds and ETFs, but in your 401k, you won't usually be able to invest in specific stocks or bonds. So you instead usually invest in mutual funds and ETFs. And if you're unfamiliar with mutual funds and ETFs, then you should definitely check out our recent video. I think it was two episodes ago. It's on our YouTube, it's on our Instagram. Um, And when investing, you know, there's always going to be factors that are unique to you, such as your risk tolerance, your age, your lifestyle, and how much you need and, you know, how much you're making. And these are definitely factors that you should talk about with your financial advisor.
1: Yeah, and then the last detail I wanna talk about just touching on mutual funds and ETFs. You'll see a lot in these 401ks, uh, what's called target date funds. And so just to summarize what these are, you know, these are a great investment choice to make things a lot easier for you to plan for your investments for your retirement. Uh, basically what these are is, you know, you pick a target date when you think you're gonna retire. So say you're 40 years old, you think you're, right now you're gonna retire at 65, um, you would pick a target date for 2045, right? Um, and what happens is, is Automatically, the investments in this fund are going to become more conservative as you reach, as you get closer to retirement, right? The closer you are to retirement, the less you want to risk your money going down in value. And so you want to, you want to focus more on preservation rather than growth. Um, and so they're a great way to invest and keep things automatic. Like Mia said, you know, each investment is going to be, uh, is going to differ, and your choice and selection is going to differ from your age, your perspective, your your, your lifestyle, um, your risk tolerance, all those kind of things. And so, do talk to an advisor before making any kind of any of these kind of decisions.
0: Yes, definitely. And thank you for joining us for another how to if you have questions, definitely reach out to us. You can DM us on Instagram or, you know, just leave questions in the comments. Also contact Ziad directly.
1: Yeah, you can find me uh, Ziad Hijazi on Instagram, Ziad, or on LinkedIn. Um, or you can email me Ziad at GerberKawasaki.com or call our phone line is 310-441-9393.
0: Yes, and as I stated in the beginning of the video, if you're not following our social media accounts, you definitely should be. You know, Ziad keeps saying we are pumping out content. We have content coming out every day across almost every platform. So add us on TikTok, on Instagram, (laughs) on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and subscribe to us on YouTube, and we will see you next week. Yeah, have a great week.